keys, tackle box in my hand Gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man But the wife, she just don't understand I love walleye, perch, trout and bass And if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four-stroke right in the back Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm fishing for bunyan country Checking in with Matt Brewer from North Country Guide Service. Matt, just want to make sure now that you finally have your priorities straight and you're back fishing instead of, you know, hanging out in Vegas or anything like that. Yeah, yeah I, I, priorities, I, I don't know if they're straight, but I am, I am back out <laughs> fishing and uh, our guide schedule is, is in full tilt, so we're, we're, we're back to business. All right, so i, I got to ask, a guy like you who lives, eats, breathes the outdoors, you know, you're sitting in Vegas when the Minnesota fishing opener's on. Were you preoccupied with that, or did you forget? Well, I mean, I I would pull up Facebook once in a while, like <laughs> laying by the pool, you know, which, you know, that didn't sound terrible. <laughs> um, and, and there'd be people posting pictures of fish, and my wife at one point, I showed her a picture of a walleye, and she's like, so do you miss it? And I'm like, no, like. I got my wife in a bikini next to me, and the sun is shining, and it's 93 degrees. What do I have to complain about? So I, uh, I, I didn't miss it, but but I tell you what, the plane landed, and on the way back home from the airport, I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. Like uh, it, it was like a, a flip was switched as soon as we hit the ground. I was ready to fish. So. <laughs> So I presume you've been out there a few times. By the way, that was a great answer. Your wife will probably approve of that. <laughs> Hopefully, um, <laughs> yeah. I've been I've been out. Um, I like I said, right when we got back, um, I didn't have my boat yet um, because I told Raysport Marine to not worry about getting my boat done because I wasn't planning on running trips until um, until Memorial here. Um, so I borrowed a boat from Rylander and. I, I was able to get out, and then I was pleasantly surprised when uh, Jimmer and the boys at Raceport Marine were were calling and, and messaging me photos of my boat and telling me it was done. So I got to uh, I got to actually guide. I've actually guided back to back doubles, and and uh, I got to take the boat out and break it in and and uh, get some fish slime in it. So yeah, I've been out a few times, and it's been it's been phenomenal. I have I've yet to have a a tough day on the water. It's been fantastic. So fishing is uh, is in full swing in the Bemidji area for sure. You've been uh, trying a few different waters out? No, I've actually been on one lake. <laughs> um, and uh, walleye fished one day and then uh, crappie fished for one of the trips and then walleye fished for the other trip. And and uh, I haven't had to leave uh, leave the, the one body of water. I, I've yet to touch Bemidji and it's it's partially by design. I know that uh, come June, I, I will live on Lake Bemidji until the end of August. So I'm uh, I'm trying to stay off of it for a little bit here. So is this body of water a secret body of water? Nope, I've been on Big Turtle. That's I mean, what I see. That would have been my guess. Yeah, every I mean anybody who has listened to me or knows me at all. I mean, I used to live on Big Turtle, and and uh, it's one of my favorite bodies of water, and. You know, do a lot of the guiding out of coals and white pines, and and I love that lake. So, been out there uh, every trip so far. You know what I like about Big Turtle is it is a it is a flat out legitimate walleye lake, 
but it isn't just a walleye lake. It is a legitimate crappie lake. It is a legitimate uh, northern lake. It's a legitimate bass lake. It's a legitimate lots of lakes. So you're saying it's legit. It's a legit, across the board legit. <laughs> yeah, it is a legitimate multi-species lake. It has everything. I mean, um, you know, the smallmouth have have finally kind of trickled in there, and, and you don't catch very many, but when you do, they're really nice. And uh, and with that addition to the lake, I mean, it, it truly is diverse, and uh, the only thing that's missing is muskies and and uh, it has everything else. I mean, and I, I'm talking everything else. It has tulabies. It has um, bowfin or dogfish. It has really nice sized burbot. I mean, the the lake has everything. That whole that whole chain is fantastic. I mean, Beltrami this time of year is just nuts. The walleye fishing is great out there. Bass fishing is amazing. Crappie fishing, bluegills. I mean, that that whole that whole chain, the whole body is, is fantastic. So. What was it? I mean, the wind was pretty nasty on Saturday, and you know, even on Bemidji, which isn't the biggest lake in the world, uh, it's kind of a nasty little chop out there. What about Big Turtle? Um, well, every day I've been out there has been dead calm, uh, like dead calm, mm. <laughs> um, and almost like I wish the wind would blow a little bit. <laughs> so you want a little more? <laughs> yeah, but the day we were crappie fishing, I was glad it was flat calm. I mean, it makes it way easier. Um, when you're when you're trying to chase crappies and and you're trying to work a, a really tight school, it, it makes it a lot easier when it's dead calm. But for the walleyes, uh, luckily, they you know early in the season they're willing to bite pretty much uh, no matter what. I mean everything's putting feed bags on, uh, recouping now. So um, so I did I didn't totally mind that it was flat calm, but I, I think the action would have been even faster had there been even just the smallest bit of chop. So. Did you uh, pretty much go uh, jigging minnow? Yep, jigging a shiner. Uh, shiners I know are tough to get a hold of, but uh, but I've been seeking them out, and and I I'm right now refusing to go walleye fishing without them. So uh, been lucky and and got into some at Northwoods, and and uh, it's nice having that that addition. It's not too far from home, and and uh, I even scored some at Newbies the other day. Um, they were pretty big, and you, you actually had to feed the fish a little bit. Uh, we we missed a lot on short bites, and then finally figured out, oh, these minnows are gigantic, so maybe I'll maybe I'll feed them just a hair. But um, but yeah, it's you know, when you can find shiners, uh, pick them up because they, I mean, they're definitely going to increase your odds. What were you using for crappies? Uh, we we did a plethora of different things. We started off casting salmon hornets and. Um, and then we switched over to casting a tube jig, and and then finally switched over to a bobber with uh, with just a hair jig, and and I mean that was the ticket. Obviously, once we found the school and were able to sit on top of them, uh, just suspending the the bait down about five feet under a bobber, and and once you really figured out where they were sitting, you could you could pretty much get them on every cast as long as your cast was accurate, but. But I think you could catch them on, on just about anything as long as you you hit the bucket of fish. So, um, some of the other guides uh, that you work with, uh, what are you hearing from them? Um, I know I know Jason spent his opener down in the Ashby area, and then he's been traveling a lot. So he, um, I've been seeing fish pictures from like all over the place. I, I 
can't keep track of the guy half the time. <laughs> um, and then Tim, he was out with me. Um, the one day we went walleye fishing and we made quick work of a limit. Um, and that was our first day fishing together for the year. So it was really fun to do that. And, and especially to do it in Rylander's boat after he struggled on opener. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Justin, he's been out a lot and he's been doing very well. Um, and he's hit a bunch of different bodies of water and he's been chasing a bunch of different species. So, uh, everybody's kind of been all over the board and, and trying a bunch of different stuff. And it's, it's been kind of fun seeing where, where everybody's at and, and comparing notes and, and it's, it's so different from each body of water and it's fun to hear that stuff. So. Coming up next, more with Mr. Matt Brewer, plus we will get educated with Dr. Andrew Hafes, our resident aquatic biologist. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country with your host, Kev Jackson. He's the one asking the stupid questions. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Talking with man, myth, and legend, Matt Brewer of North Country Guide Service. Based on what you're seeing out there as far as the water temps go right now, um, we still going to be shallow jig and minnow for Memorial Weekend? Yeah, for sure. Um, jig and a shiner is, is what I'll be doing the entire the entire weekend. Um, and I, I've been using the new clam tungsten, the quarter ounce jigs, and that tungsten is pretty cool. I don't have to let out near as much line than that's uh that's kind of been my go-to and 12 to 14 feet has been has been the best for me and but like i said i've been on big turtle but i've been hearing reports of like three to four feet of water on on places like plantan and, and bemidji and and i think uh i think 14 14 16 feet is about the deepest you'd want to go right now um andrusia i've heard has been really hot and i would i would guess that kitchy is going to be kicking up hard this week too so um, so a lot of stuff to choose from. Um, we have no shortage of lakes up here. Have you had to deal with low light uh, as far as going for walleyes, or does that matter yet? No, I've been out midday every trip. Ooh, <laughs> I, nice. Uh, I, I've been going when I can, and, um, you know, clients sometimes are like, really, you want to go at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and quit at 6? Like, that's the worst window. And I'm <laughs> like, ah, it's early. We are going to crush them. I'm not worried about it. So. Um haven't had to worry about that you know you get toward mid-june uh, that low light bite starts to really kick off and and i know i know i saw a lot of pictures on opener uh, you know i was in vegas so i was up past minnesota's midnight and uh, <laughs> and got to see a lot of a lot of pictures when i was laying in bed scrolling through facebook um from opener and i know people did really well after dark so i would imagine the night bite is is pretty good but you don't have to this time of year all right, uh, bass opener this weekend. Are you going to throw anything at bass? Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping to get out smallie fishing with the kids. That's uh, kind of a Memorial Weekend tradition. I I try to at least sneak them out for an hour or two. So I will be doing that, and maybe even talk the wife into going this year. But uh, but yeah, I'm going to definitely try to get after some smallmouth. That's one of my favorite things to do, and and uh, don't get a lot of days off to fish for myself. So I'm going to definitely give that a shot. What are they uh, normally like early in the year? Well, I know that they uh, are on beds. I've heard several people uh, saying that they're seeing fish on beds. I don't know how active they are on the beds yet, and I don't know if it's the males or females, but 
did have someone down in the Park Rapids area. He was fishing crappies in shallow, and he said there were just a pile of pile of smallmouth up in the edge of the pencil reeds, and then they were fishing crappies in the pencil reeds themselves, and said they saw a couple of really nice ones, which makes me think they're probably some decent females sitting on the bed. So um, that progression should be should be timed almost perfectly. The fish should be very active. You just uh, be respectful of the fish on the bed. You know, if you if you get a fish off the bed, try to take a picture quick and, and drop it back. They're they're pretty smart. They find their way back, way back to their bed pretty quickly. But you know, don't throw them in your live well and then travel a quarter mile and then take pictures and throw them in the middle of the lake. So. Best piece of advice for us uh, going out this weekend? Uh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a zoo. Um, but if you're if you're going out and you're going after walleyes, I mean, you know, try not to get frustrated with pleasure boaters and just try to enjoy yourself. It's a it's a vacation weekend, so understand that uh, that there's going to be other boaters and and uh, I would stick to that. You know, nine to nine to thirteen feet and and pretty much any body of water you're probably going to find fish in somewhere in that depth range and and jigging them in over walleyes would be my suggestion to anyone all right if we, if we want to be- book you or any part of your super crew how do we do that uh you can get a hold of us at northcountryguides.com and you can link up to all of our social media there and uh, telephone numbers there as well so reach out via any of those and and one of us will get back to you for sure matt brewer thanks for your time today we appreciate it hey thanks ask the aquatic biologist it is indeed time to once again check in with our resident aquatic biologist dr andrew hafes of bemidji state university andy obviously the key to catching fish is knowing how they respond to things and each fish has a different sensory th- strength. So let's kind of run through them one at a time. When we're talking walleyes, what, what do they do? What is it, their big strength? Well, their big strength within their sensory system is that their eyes are developed a little bit different than some of the other fish. Many of you have probably noticed that when you shine a light underneath the water, their walleye eyes are reflective. Right? Mm-hmm. So that allows the light to pass through their eyes two times instead of most fish where it only comes in and then hits the eye once. So what that does is it gives them a really big advantage in low light conditions because they can extract more of that light out of the water and than the other fish species. So when they have an advantage, they're going to feed during those times, which is why walleye bite in low light conditions or the walleye chop uh, waves reflect light off the water, and therefore there's less light in the water column on a wave, well, wavy day than the other days, and therefore walleye are have an advantage on that time. They can see better than the other fish okay. under low light conditions. And that is why I would assume so many people are out there on a full moon going after walleye. Yeah. Um, well, f- full moons are neat. <laughs> <laughs> and it allows them to see a little bit better on their right. boat, um, you know, things like that. But, yeah, I'm not sure if walleye bites are better in moon lit nights than not. All I know is that under low light conditions... Okay. Walleyes have a competitive advantage over other fish and can see better than the perch that's there and then or the spot tail shiner that's in the water. And then, therefore, they can catch them easier at that time. Okay. Now, let's, uh, when we're going after northern, what are we trying to appeal to there? What are they? In general, the fish that we have in our systems, their biggest sensory system, their best sensory system is vision. So uh, pike, muskie, bass, panfish, walleye, perch, they all have pretty good vision, right? Okay. Uh, that's their strength. 
Whereas a catfish, right, their strength is taste. So the barbels that they have, the whiskers that are hanging down, those are full of taste sensory cells, and that's their key. Right? Okay. So, but when we lump the others together, you know, musky, northern bass, panfish, your perch, they all have very, very good vision. That's their sensory strength. And then the differences come down more, in my opinion, to the body shape. Right? So if you look at a, a pike, its fins are way in the back of its body. A muskie, its big fins are way in the back. So when it moves its tail, it's got a lot of thrust. It can really strike in a hurry. Okay. So they're really good at just waiting, uh, sitting there waiting for something to make a mistake and then just pounding it when it is in its you know, strike zone. And that's called a lion weight predator. Whereas if, and you also look at that long body shape, torpedo body shape, that makes them very good at going fast, straight, but they can't turn really good. If you ever had a, you know, we have a northern pike in a tank at our, our school, and it can't turn around in the tank very well. But if you can, the bluegills, their body shape allows them to maneuver and turn really quickly, but they can't swim very fast in any direction. Okay. So it, I think a combination between vision and then the, their body shapes is really what's driving things out there. What does that mean for what we should be presenting? Does it mean anything? Uh, or we just have to know where they are? Yeah, I mean, I like if you can... It, pike, uh, that's why they hit the surface so hard or hit a lure so hard when they do. Right? So your spinnerbaits and your crankbaits and anything that's top water will really trigger massive strikes from pike, whereas some of your other fish, you know, bluegills and the panfish are more finesse-type fishing where you got to put it right near them. Um, and then they can maneuver around the weeds and, and nibble at it and, and take it. So there is a little bit of difference there in the feeding strategies. Uh, but visual-based and then the different body shapes is a real key okay. around here. I see, you know, um, in, the, in the stores they're trying to sell fish scent. Sure. So who smells and, and what, do they, what do they like? <laughs> well, they do, I mean, they have taste cells, right? sensory cells and they have nostrils nerves okay. so there are it's it's much like a, a taste cell for a fish because there's no airborne molecules they can't smell right it's but they do have uh, you know nostrils to be able to smell per se and then they have the taste sensory cells it's just that uh, their first and primary sensory system there is their eyes okay so Lots of times you'll see fish pick up your lure when you're ice fishing. If you can actually sight fish a little bit, they'll bring it in and then spit it right back out lots of times. So I think that what's going on there is they either felt your hook or they tasted something they didn't like. So I think there is some uh, okay. some valuable stuff going on there with these scents and you know the different types of things that are sold to get the fish to hold on a little bit longer. I just haven't read any published papers on that type of thing. Okay. So I know, you know, I smell the grill before I see it. But <laughs> if I smell the grill, I'll go look for it. When I see it, I'm right there on that guy's porch. And I've always heard, too, if you plug your nose when you're eating, things taste different and don't yeah. taste as good, right? Yeah, and yeah. I think the same types of things work with fish. Visual, Our fish around here, unless you're fishing for catfish, they're very visual-based. Okay. It's a start. All right, very good. Dr. Andrew Haves, thank you. Thank you. Now we go on fishing. Bye-bye, young country. We all have a lot on our plates. Work, kids 
relationships. And sometimes it can be hard to just catch a breath. When life is go, 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 it matters where you stay. Hilton's family of brands is team members dedicated to making you feel truly cared for so you can mentally check out before you even check in. Take the break you deserve and book your next stay on Hilton.com. Hilton for the stay. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.